We take it to the hardwood. First one to the gym. First one to the books. These picks practically make themselves. The ball doesn't like. There is no off-season. This is goalpost gambling, hoops and hardwood style. Welcome back to another episode of the Goalpost Gambling Podcast, Hoops and Hardwood Edition. The uh, the wood couldn't be any harder this time of the year, could it, Justin? No, I mean this is not your this is not your 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 gym teacher's high school hardwood. Mm. You know mm-hmm. that you got those you got those spots that are kind of uneven in the corner. You, you kind of bounce on your foot, kind of sinks in the ground a little bit. You get that, that squeaky noise. Um, I'm sure you're you're very familiar with that uh back in your days back in my days uh absolutely had, had a thick headband and you were you were uh it's true rocking out them wristband I mean, shooter sleeve uh they used to they used to wear when we were like in middle school it was popular i don't know it died pretty quickly though but everyone had like the shooter sleeve with like some like bullshit graphics on it like it'd be like money with wings on it or it'd be like you know lightning bolts or it would be something ridiculous but there was a very specific period of time where everyone was wearing Kobe's and had the sleeve. Oh, oh and the D-Rose. God, that shoe came and went, too. Oh, yeah, you're right. The Addy Light? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that is a blast from the past. That really is. But, damn, I'm, I miss some of those sneakers. And yeah, what, was the, uh, what was the Nike one everyone was obsessed with? Which one? There was there was a, a Nike one that came out. Of, I mean, obviously, there's not Nike shoes, but there was one mm-hmm. that came out that was like a craze. Ah, uh, if, if I knew the name, you, you know, talking about, but like one of our friends had them and they were bright red. I don't know, but I mean, the Kobe Protos, those were insane when they came out, and it was like, you know, anyone whose mom was buying them gear uh, had those on. Bro hit the know. bro hit the court with the Crocs on. It's true. That it's really true. happened. It's true. But uh, twenty ACL immediately. The um, <laughs> yeah, that's why you're in the booth now. Yep, that, that's what happens. Happens to the best of us. Under Armour also had a weird moment. Under Armour was like weirdly popular. Yeah. For like a very f- slim period of years. I don't know. I don't I think it was when Nike and Adidas were like really doing too much and Under Armour just had like the clean black and white, you know, like Oh, their shirts have cooling technology. Very, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This it was is very crazy. like NBA two K like practice mode, like the you know, the practice jerseys. Um but it was maybe a return to basics. I don't know. Um, anyway. Anyway. The teams, the, the players, and the people that we knew back in high school, you know, just messing around. They've all passed gym. away. Rest in peace. Well, some of them actually ended up on the the uh, UNC Asheville team that they we, got, we got to see last night. I, yeah. I know some of those guys. I, I do. And so we, we could have been out there as well <laughs> and done the same thing. Hey, get me. Uh, I'm the same size as Kai Clark. Get me out there. He's got the haircut. <laughs> People don't know if that's true or not, so I'm just no, they don't. gonna go with it. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. What did you learn from uh, yesterday? What are your takeaways? Um, I don't. I saw a lot of missed threes. I mean, I, I've in said, any game in particular, or just overall, just in, in general, I, I saw a lot of, of missed threes, and you know that's that's the way the game is going this three point shot. But like, mm. once you watch so much NBA, you realize that like, like, dang, like these guys are not shooting nearly at the same clip. And I don't know. I, th- I saw. I thought the teams that got to the foul line 
and attacked um had, had a lot of success um what about you what did you, what did you learn i i kind of like this take i think i i see it it's almost like this money ball bullshit where like teams look at those lower seeds lower rank seeds or higher rank seeds however you want to say it the 15 16 14 guys who have success and what do they do two things right free throw shooting three-point shooting that's the recipe that's the cooking mama recipe for uh march madness upsets and i think it's weird it's like this money ball stuff where it's like well let's get a team and get them to practice this and let's just keep hammering the threes and hammering the free throws and try to get to the line and then you know what you're uh you're oral roberts and you're playing duke right and you've got tyrese proctor on you right yeah, good luck right so I mean I don't know I think I think people are buying into this narrative that you can win some of these games by shooting threes and it's just not you know it's just not happening. Yeah I mean I mean like some of these teams are, are getting stops and they come right down to the end and it's and it's wasted by by a brick three. Um, Kansas beat Howard night sixty eight ninety six. However Howard made more threes. They did. They crushed them, but they actually made more threes than Kansas. Kansas just took it inside and that that was the recipe to win. So we get the um. Let's see the team stats here on this. Yeah, Howard had um, they went ten of thirty-two, um, but they only shot thirty-one percent. Um, look at this real quick: the um, Princeton Arizona game. Obviously, this is the huge storyline, right? This upset. Guess what Princeton's uh, three-point percentage was? Twenty-six. Uh, no, not even. Princeton won against Arizona by four, right? And they shot 16%. They were four of 25 from three. Wow. Four of 25. Yeah. If you tell me that a 15 seed is going to shoot four of 25, I'm assuming they're not going to win that game. They yeah, only made three make free threes. throws as well. Yeah. Three free throws, four three-pointers the whole game. But they had 29 defensive rebounds and nine offensive boards. And their defense... They won this game with their defense. I mean, they kept they kept Arizona to 18% on their threes. They kept Arizona to 42% on field goals. Even though they shot less themselves, they just they were able to get more shots and and just be more effective. I yeah, mean, but that's tail of the tape is a close game. Yeah, pretty, pretty remarkable what Princeton did. And if you look at it, uh, Arizona only scored four points in the last eight minutes. Yep. I mean, if you if you do the math, that means that they would score twenty points the entire game if they kept that pace. Yep, yep, and that's that's where the tide turned. Um, big takeaway for me, uh, I, I have two here really. Um, the ACC is not bad, but Virginia is making them look bad. Everyone, everyone was, or not everyone. I've talked to people that were upset Clemson didn't get in. No, I... I've, I mean, I would have liked to see Clemson. With Virginia showing in the... I mean, obviously, you're not going to keep Virginia from getting in just because of the, what they did this season. But as a four seed, I thought that was too high. In my opinion, Virginia was like maybe an eight seed. Because tell me this, right? Arkansas and Auburn, eight and nine seeds. Are you telling me Virginia looked better at any point than Arkansas and Auburn? No. No, but they they got killed by Duke in the championship game. They yeah, that like was. A I mean, that was bad. You know, I was I was at that game. I had the you know, the the bird's eye view on, on you know, on the on the 
on the you court. You took the goalpost gambling jet. Yeah, I took the goalpost gambling jet. Yeah, had you know VIPs, sweet seats, whatever. But um, you know Duke is a good team, and their defense was impressive in that game. But like Virginia just showed they were not ready for the big game in that situation. Um, so you're absolutely right. I mean, after that, I feel like they should have fallen a little bit more than four. Um, I mean, and obviously Furman kind of won on you know miracle kind of play. A guy heaves it and they shoot the three, you know, March Madness style. But I mean, that game shouldn't. Have, I mean, Virginia is really all but, that. That game shouldn't have been close. No, it shouldn't no, have been no. in that situation. So he, let's say he misses the three, right? Let's say that the three misses, or that the guy doesn't fucking launch it full court, like spamming the the you know the triangle button, right? Let's say that doesn't happen. He gets fouled. He makes two free throws, right? Yep. How much does Virginia win by? Four. Spread is five and a half. Yeah. This was one where you were watching this and you were going, they're covering. Yeah. Maybe you didn't think they would win, but they're covering. Absolutely. Um, huge, huge disappointment. My other big takeaway was a lot of these teams aren't even on the same planet as some of these higher seeds. I mean... No. The uh, Howard game was a mess. UNC Asheville, everyone tried to hype them up. It absolutely blasted them. They got blasted. They didn't even look like a college team compared to UCLA. I mean, it was a it was an absolute massacre. And then Colgate just got brutalized by Texas in the second half. Just killed them on the glass with a three-point shooting. Uh, I mean, the toothpaste bottle looks like it's all been used up. and It's Crest. It's only Crest from now on. Same thing with Oral Roberts. Who was it? Was it Dick Vitale that said that was the game of the day? Somebody it might, said it might have been. I'm not sure if I yeah, listened to him anymore. <laughs> somebody, somebody said, uh, and they got him on the commercial drinking a, a Miller Lite. So I mean, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> but somebody, somebody said, I got to see if I can find it real quick. Somebody said this was the the game to watch. Somebody said this was the game to watch. Who said this? Somebody said this. Oh my God, I can't, I can't find it. But somebody said that this was. It wasn't, goal post. it wasn't goalpost. It wasn't goalpost. I'll tell you that right now. Trust us. We we know. Um, but yeah, some of these some of these idiots out here um, were on Oral Roberts. They've got a seven foot guy in the paint, but he's kind of hunched and very immobile. And you know what? Flabowski can shoot the three. He can shoot the three. And even if he's not pulling it, he's still pulling him out. So you've got guys that can stretch the floor. You're pulling guys out. They got a seven footer in him and a seven one in um, Lively. I mean, or Roberts just had no chance. They couldn't even score for the first ten minutes. No chance. So a lot of these teams, you know, with the exception of of like a Princeton and a Furman, a lot of these these seeds in the this you know double digit range just clearly clearly did not belong there. Any other takeaways you got? Um. Yeah, uh, last one, and we can kind of segue this. Mm, go on. Like, can we just like can we just all like realize now? Like, we can. For, I think we all are at an understanding for sure, hundred percent. No, we. I. I. I know. Do you know? Yeah, I know. Okay, Viewers know too. I'm sure. Let's move on. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Houston. Thank you for clarifying that. Houston is not number one seed. No, but I mean Sasser got hurt. Houston, I don't care. Houston is not a number one seed. Not anymore without Sasser. I mean, they're fucking toast. I mean, but I mean, like you're number one seed, you lose one player, and 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 you can't you can't do anything 
with, with Northern Kentucky. I mean, this team turned the ball over 17 times. Houston didn't? Yeah, Houston turned the ball uh, over 17 times. Uh, Northern Kentucky shot 5-33 from, from the three-point line, and they couldn't put them away until the, the, the final minutes of the game. Like, yeah. this is not, I mean, jeez, like, this is not an impressive team. Everyone, you know, there's conversations everyone's having about, you know, is Houston legitimate or not? You know, are they going to be, you know, a prime upset team? Uh, it's, it's looking like it. I'm not sure they're going to pass Auburn because this game should not have been that close. And it was. I mean, so so I don't I don't know, I don't know. Um, Northern Kentucky, I liked. The Horizon League was very tough, and whoever came out of it was going to be good. Um, but I, I don't think we're going to get to see. We're not going to get the proof here in this because without Sasser, they're going to get killed. If not in thirty-two, then in eighteen, they will get killed at some point without him. Um, so I don't know if we're going to be able to say, you know. Oh, at full strength, they were this seed or they were that seed. Um, we'll move on. Should to the gap today. be that different, huh? though? Huh? Should the gap be that big? Well, yeah, I mean, I take that. I take that. But when he's a, one of the guards facilitating, I mean, that's that's why we get 18 turnovers. But I digress. Uh, it's a fair point to make. How about Penn State, though? We'll leave it on this positive note. Penn State slobber knocking their opponent in the first round. Just absolutely uh, destruction. They look good against Purdue, but Purdue has these weird games where they let teams back in, so I wasn't sure what to make of it. They just dunked all over Texas A&M. Yeah, I really felt like this was going to be uh, one of the better games. This was going to be highly competitive, and it was for the first 10, 12 minutes. And then the game turned, um, and Penn State just kept getting stops, and A&M couldn't buy the bucket. And then Penn State got really hot from three. I think they were the best three-point shooting team of the, the day. 13 to 22, 59.1%. They were knocking them down from the corner. Uh, Penn State just got really hot. They're playing complimentary basketball, getting stops, trains to points. Um, Penn State is a good team. I, you know, I, I like this team. You know, the, the way that they handled Purdue and almost won that game, I was impressed. So uh, look out for Penn State. They're legit. All right, let's fly through this. We got some games coming up within the hour, which is craziness. Uh, USC taking on Michigan State. Michigan State, this has jumped up just a little bit. They're, uh, you know, this is, the, I guess, the, the morning hardwood. Um, I don't know, but it's, it's there, you know, I'm sorry. They don't, don't look at me like that. I'm sorry, I can't. It's the, it's the, if it's not hoops, it's hardwood. They're the laying two and a happening. half. They were laying two, now it's two and a half. It's jumped up just a little bit, that morning, uh, Bro, and stop. Hang on, hang on. Okay. Michigan State, though, I like Michigan State. USC does not have a Mobley anymore. That's, you know, that's not good for them. Um, I don't know. I think USC has dropped some bad games. They're 10 seed for a reason, in my mind. I like MSU to uh, cover in this one. I could see them losing and everyone be like, whoa, what's wrong with Michigan State? And all the Michigan fans being like, we didn't get in, but you lost. You know, I could see this going that way and getting ugly, but I, I, I think they win. Where are you at with them? Um, yeah, I got I got Michigan State. I, I I'm I'm not too impressed with USC. Uh, I I don't know. The, for some reason, I'm a little a little nervous about the, the two and a half. Because like yeah, some I mean, of the games have been so, so close. close. Yeah, you might take the money line, but they've got Tyson Walker, Joey Hauser, and AJ Hoggard. Hoggard, I think, is very underrated, uh, kind of running that offense. 
Yeah, we got to move through these a little quickly before good, the I, game start. I feel good about Michigan State. I feel good about Michigan State. Next, we got Kennesaw State. Game. We got Kennesaw State and Xavier. Xavier is favored by eleven and a half over under set at one fifty two and a half. Pretty high over under. Who you liking Kennesaw State or Xavier? You you taking the eleven and a half? Some people have this Xavier. even at twelve and a half, um, depending wow. on what book you look at. Xavier though is a team that I think has a lot of talent. Um, when they lost Fremantle earlier in the season, their identity shifted just a little bit. Uh, Jack Nunge had to take on a bigger role. He's a seven-footer inside. I think they've got the talent, and I think they win this game. But I wouldn't be surprised if this is like um, how uh, Tennessee won their game by like uh, four, three, five, that like shorter range, yeah. even though they felt like they're in control. Uh, I think Kennesaw's um, spunky enough to stick around here. That's a, that's a good word. Is this is this our first time in the tournament? Um, I think they've been in the tournament before, but I don't think they've had great success. I mean, they beat Liberty by one point. You know what? Flip this. Fuck that. I don't care. They beat Liberty by a point in their championship final game. Mm. Uh, I want the Cinderella, but they, they, they shouldn't be in here. They're, this is going to be like UNCA. Xavier. Give me Xavier all day. Minus, minus 11 and a half is the better line. Another, I'll, I'll take it. Another 14 versus three. We got Santa Barbara. Plus ten and a half versus number three Baylor. A lot of people are bullish on Baylor. How do you feel about this game? I'm, now, see, I walked back my last one so I could do this. You gotta let me do this here. It's Gaucho time. We've got the Gauchos plus ten and a half. I've got to take it, bro. I've got to take it. USCB has been on fire this season. They played in a weak conference, but when they get the chance, I feel like they have done relatively well. Um, they've lost a lot of bad games, but I just think they've got enough of the ingredients we need for an upset here. And on the other side, Baylor's just, they're ripe for the pickings. I, I just think, I, I think Baylor's, they're, they're so, so overrated. Like you said, everyone's bullish on them. They just got their ass handed to them back to back by Iowa State. I think they come out here a little lazy. I think they do win this game. But they win by seven or eight. Um, I, I got USCB with a backdoor, little backdoor cut right here. What do you want to do here? Are you are you Baylor? Baylor pill? Okay. I mean, I don't I don't know if I'll play this game straight up, but I mean, I do like uh, the alternate spread is nineteen and a half for Santa Barbara. That oh my feels, god, that feels like a lot to cover. That's crazy. You you also have the chance of you know maybe Santa Barbara gets an early lead, you get them plus two eighty five to win the first half. So. There, 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 mm. there, there's, there's some, there's, there's some, value. There's some, some options here. Maybe don't play the spread like it, like it is. But there's some options to play around with with Santa Barbara. We do like Santa Barbara on the Goalpost Gambling Podcast. If you get your pickaxe, you might be able to mine for a little bit of value <laughs> in this, uh, this contest. I mine out of California. Um, VCU taking on St. Mary's. I feel like both of these teams are like weirdly coming out of the dark. Like I, I've never seen them that prominent this season. And yet, this is a five-twelve matchup. Um, St. Mary's doesn't scream five seed to me. Um, VCU has had success in the past. Uh, every year, it feels like their defense is uh, strong. I don't know. Do you like four points with VCU, or you want to lay it with St. Mary's? Take the uh, the higher seed. This game is kind of a stay away, but I, I lean towards more towards uh, towards St. Mary's. Uh. Well, all right, that's our show. Why do you lean towards St. Mary's? Um, because I th- I think that 
they have a little more momentum coming into this game. Um, they just beat my uh, rec league team, mm. and that's always I'm, a good sign. And I'm feeling pretty pretty good about them. VCU has just been on a tear lately. I don't know the last time that they've lost. Um, their league is not very good, but it's it's very mid, um, very mid level. I think that they they keep this close. Um, I don't know. I think that four points maybe tee this up to like five or six, but I think they can cover. I think they can backdoor this one too. Um, I think I think VCU is always good in the tournament. Yeah, I think I think yeah VCU is good in the tournament, but I think St. Mary's is also had a little bit harder competition. That should be a good game, but I, I lean more towards St. Mary's. But have they though? Yeah. I mean, I mean, okay. So here's here's St. Mary's, the second best team in their league, and this is debatable, but second best conference record wise, um, was Santa Clara. Now it's taking Gonzaga out because Gonzaga is you know obviously the powerhouse at top this conference, and they're gonna kill anyone in their path. But you're playing LMU, Santa Clara, San Francisco, BYU, Pacific. San Diego Pepperdine. I mean, this is not, you know, uh, the uh, the West Coast Conference is not. Uh, well, neither is not the neither ACC. Is, neither is Davidson or or Saint Bonaventure. Yeah, but but Saint Louis was good. George Mason was decent. Uh, Dayton was okay. Um, even Richmond had some moments, but I don't. I I think they come from similar conferences. Is my only point, with the exception of Gonzaga. So. I don't know. I take uh, I take the points here. I think VCU comes to play. All right, disagreement alert. I'm going St. Mary's. Ooh, we Next. got a we got an alert. Okay. Um. This one, I th- I think I hopefully we're in agreement on Marquette taking on Vermont. Marquette is laying ten and a half. Marquette's never really wowed me this season, but they're a good ball team. They're a good ball team, and it, it just comes down to that. Vermont, I think, is this is another one where it's like a Colgate kind of deal. I think they're on another planet. I think Marquette wipes the floor of them. Ten and a half, I think, could be 20 and a half. I agree. If you see what see what Marquette did to uh, Xavier, I just, I, just, mm-hmm. I just feel like they're, they're a quality team, like you said, and I just think it, as this game progresses, they're going to continue to pull away. I don't see, I don't see uh, Vermont hanging on very long. So let me get the Marquette minus 10 and a half. Smoke the Vermont pack. Yeah. Should be a good piece if you want to put together uh, some sort of parlay today. Could be. Minus 600. Who, who so. knows? Who knows what all these goalposts gambling ne'er dwells are up into. Um, this is actually a game that I really like. Uh, 11 versus 6 matchup, Pitt taking on Iowa State. Iowa State's laying 5, and you know what? I'm going to take the 5 with Pitt. I think Hinson is a great force uh, in the post. I don't think that Iowa State has the bigs to match him. Uh, he can stretch by popping to the elbow. Pitt is is a pretty decent team, and they've been on a really good roll. Um, uh, nothing nothing screams you know winner about Iowa State to me. Uh, they got blasted by Kansas in the semifinal of their tournament. Um, aside from that, they had wins over Baylor, but they lost to West Virginia, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Texas, Oklahoma, West Virginia. February was a brutal month for them. They are trending in a bad direction. They come into this only 19 and 13. Do you like Iowa State here? No, I'm 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 on Pittsburgh. If you do like Iowa State, there is a four and a half out there, so go get it. But uh, to me, I think Pittsburgh 
kind of refound their groove a little bit in the uh, the the play-in game. That's the other thing. You know, it, like you said, they were streaky up and down, but I, I felt like they, they played well and they rose to the occasion, made the upset, they got in tournaments. A little bit of momentum now, a little bit of juice. Let's go Pittsburgh plus plus five against Iowa State, who doesn't impress me. Uh, I, I think I think the five points feels pretty good, and you have to think that this five points is actually maybe a little bit more. Um, it's a l- lot. A little more, more, a little more wiggle room than you would think because this actually is the lowest over under of the day at only one thirty one. So they're expecting points to be at a premium in this game. That five points is a little more significant in a game like this. Great point. Absolutely great point. Um, I agree. I think I think Pittsburgh is is the move here. I might even take money line on this. Um, this is the other piece that you kind of alluded to. They uh, they're coming off some very very tough games, right? Okay, so they they beat um, Georgia Tech after losing to Miami to finish up the regular season. They beat Georgia Tech in the um, ACC tournament. They lose to Duke the next round. They get killed, right? They get killed, absolutely demolished. Okay, they got to regroup. They get to play in. They get to play to keep their their place. 11 versus 11 matchup. They're the underdogs against Mississippi State, and they win. So now, not just are they battle-tested, they've already played a tournament game. They've already played a tournament game. Right. Iowa State's last game was on the 10th, and that was a, a loss to Kansas, right? It's been seven days since Iowa State played basketball, and Pitt's already won a tournament game. That to me is just it's it's too much to ignore. They're hiding ready like little Caesars. They are. This is this is a little Caesars pick of the week. So I I ride with the Panthers here. NC State taking on Creighton, another eleven six matchup. This time we're in the South region. I like NC State plus five and a half. Like you said, points are a premium. Uh, the over under on this game is one forty eight. Um, Creighton just never really impressed me. I don't know. I'm just not not a Creighton guy. NC State, I thought, was really good. Triquavion Smith is is a pretty solid uh, player who's had a lot of success in the ACC. A lot of people are down on the ACC, but I like the ACC in this one. What are you feeling? Yeah, NC State is a team that can come out and just play a really great game. I mean, they may not string it together, and they may not you know go to the Sweet 16, but I think Triquavion uh, Smith has a great game. I just I don't believe in being creating. I don't I don't see a lot in this team. I think NC State makes the upset. I think the money line is a good a good uh, value play here. One plus one eighty four, one plus one eighty five. I think NC State makes makes the uh, the upset happen. The only thing I'm concerned about is uh, how it's going to be on the glass. Um, Creighton Creighton has Ryan Kalkbrenner. He's seven one two sixty, absolute force inside. He's been on fire as of late. He put eighteen on Xavier. He put 21 on Villanova. I mean, he's he's pretty pretty reasonable force in the paint. But I think that NC State's outside shooting will will win the day here. Um, but this is this is a little bit sweatier. I personally like the uh, Pitt Iowa State 11-6 matchup a lot better than this one. But I, I I take State plus five and a half. Like you said, points might be a premium today. Um, here's one people were talking about. Uh, Iona and UConn. I'm just kidding. No one's talking about this one. UConn minus nine. Um, and chalk this one up. I'm just really thinking about it. Wait, what? Oh my god. 
Iona's playing Connecticut. Who? Exactly. Yeah, I like I like uh, I like Connecticut minus nine and a half. This is another one where I feel like it's just different weight class. Um, Purdue, fairly Dickinson. Purdue's length twenty three and a half. Purdue sometimes like with Penn State will let teams back in it, but I just think that they have no answer for Edie. I mean, your leading rebounder, if you're FDU, is a six three, buck eighty eight guard. That's your leading rebounder, and and Zach Edie's in the paint. I just think this one's going to be unfair. Yeah, no way. It's a crazy I mean, spread. I mean, I I like Purdue to win a tournament. I like Zach Eady. I think he's the best player. Um, this game is mostly going to be about how much does Purdue want to run it up. Right. We saw in the UC Asheville game that you know the the bench players came in about four or five minutes left to go in the game. About five minutes left to go in the game. They're up by thirty one. Uh, the only thing you have to worry about in this game is probably like a backdoor cover with twenty three and a half points. Um, it just seems like a lot. I don't know if I want to play either side, but I'd lean towards Purdue. Yeah, this is one like you have to play Purdue here, but you don't have to play this game. There's a lot Wise of words. Yeah, there's a lot more intriguing matchups. Um, they may pull guys, they might rest Edie. It's a long tournament. Um, Twenty three and a half is a huge number. Uh, I think they cover. If you play it, you got to play Purdue, but don't have to play the game. Kentucky versus Providence. I'm a big Kentucky guy right now. Kentucky seriously undervalued I think uh, they're a six seed they're going against Providence who has not stood out all year Oscar Tshibi is a absolutely excellent player definitely a finalist um, this year uh, I think they uh, I think they win I think they dominate Providence they're only laying four and a half and I think that's actually pretty good value there I think they they I think they win this one not with threes but with the offensive boards yeah I mean Kentucky's not like you know the number one seeds they've been in the past, but this is still a good team. I think I think they're considerably better than than Providence. I think they'll they'll win on the boards. So I, I like I like Kentucky in this game and uh, laying the points mm. four and a half. Um, got Miami and Drake. Uh, can we stop fading the ACC? Miami's only laying three points against Drake. I mean, uh, Drake has uh, like a six seven guard. It's a sophomore, uh, Tucker Devries. Um, they've been killing it. Their three-point shooting is on fire, but Miami is just a good team. Now, Norchid uh, Amir's uh, health is a concern. Whether or not he's going to play, I think it's still up in the air at this point. They lost to Duke, and it just seems like everyone's out on them. But Miami is just such a good team. I, I really cannot take Drake in this one. Miami money line is my play right here. Yeah, I'm sorry to say, but uh, Drake fans, if you're listening to this, it's too late. we mm. got to go with Miami in this mm. game. You have to. Even if uh, Omir doesn't play, it's not going to come down to that. I don't think. It'll come down to the guard play. I just favor Miami. Gonzaga playing uh, Grand Canyon. I don't know about this one, honestly. Gonzaga has not impressed me. Their conference is weak sauce. We already talked about that. They're beating up on BYU, Santa Clara, San Francisco. And they're not even beating up on them. They're winning by like four or five points. They lost to LMU at one point. Um, Gonzaga is just just benefits from this this weak conference. Now they have a win over Alabama. That's a pretty good mark on their record. Um, and the same with Kentucky. But I don't know. I just feel like they're not liable. I, I feel like they're liable not to cover. 
15 and a half just feels like too many. Um, and I'm actually on GCU. I'm going to take Grand Canyon plus 15 and a half. They beat a very good Sam Houston State team. And uh, they destroyed Southern Utah to take their conference. I think they hang tough. You agree? Uh, I I do. I, I, I agree with Grand Canyon. Uh, but I think the line I'm more interested in this game is the over-under. Mm. Um, it's a set of 155.5, which is just a lot of points. There's a couple of different ways this can go. Maybe Gonzaga and Grand Canyon are close and, you know, it's like 70-70 kind of game. Mm-hmm. Or Gonzaga just completely blows Grand Canyon out and uh, Grand Canyon doesn't even crack 60. Uh, Grand Canyon scored 111 points in a game, which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. But if you look when they played stronger teams in their conference, like Seattle, they didn't even crack 60. So I, I just don't think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. I think under 155 and a half feels really good to me. So that's where I'm going. Yeah, uh, we'll see. FAU, Florida Atlantic, they're a three-loss team. They've only lost three times. Not very battle-tested, but they uh, do have a crazy amount of wins to their name. Memphis is hot, though. Memphis is red hot. A lot of uncertainty around this game. Memphis got really hot really late. Do you like Memphis to cover this one-and-a-half-point spread? Memphis on the money line against Florida Atlantic? Or do you like the upset? I like Memphis. I think they're they're a dark horse in a tournament. I think they can make a run. Uh, I think just Memphis is a really quality team that that's that's got some got some steam. So I, I take the money line minus one eighteen minus one fifteen whatever it is. Go Memphis. Go Memphis. You heard it here first, folks. Um, Montana State at KSU. I haven't really been impressed by uh, Kansas State this year. I know they're good. I know they are, but they're coming off a loss to TCU by thirteen, and then West Virginia by eight. Uh, and of course. I, West Virginia's gone. TCU's a six seed. I don't know. I don't know. I, I really like Raquan Battle, and I think this Montana State team is is very quality. Um, even though they're not in a great conference, um, they they showed a lot by beating uh, Northern Arizona in that crazy Big Sky Championship game, um, and Weber State as well. Uh, Weber State. I don't know. Montana State is just a is a tough team to me. They just showed a lot of grit in that tournament. They had like a, a crazy overtime game before that final, and they came out the next night and showed up to play. I don't know. I I'm riding with Montana State here plus seven and a half. I think this could be on upset alert too. Yeah, I, I don't know. Kansas State they're they're all right. I I think I lean towards Montana State seven and a half as well. Um, it should be a good game. It should be pretty close. I don't see Kansas State running away with this. Sprinkle a little bit on the money. Uh, I I think it's it's possible. I've got this on on upset watch just just by a little bit. Next um, up, we have Kent State versus Indiana. Thirteen versus four. The spread is four and a half for uh, Indiana. Uh, I want to like Kent State here, but I don't know what to do. What are you doing? I'm gonna go towards Indiana. I think they have uh, the best player between the teams mm-hmm. with um, uh, Tyrese. No, Trace. Trace Jackson Davis. Sorry. Yes. Thank you. Um, I, I think I think that they're the, they're the better team. I think they'll score at high clip in this game. 
Um, I, I just I didn't see enough from Kansas State, so I'm going to Indiana. I think I think the the line's a little too low at four and a half. Yeah, looking through the record, I don't see any signature wins, so to speak, for uh, Kent State. Their conference is pretty pretty weak, um, and of course, they did play a couple of close games: one against Houston and then one against Gonzaga. Relatively close games. Um, so the Indiana money line might be the play here. You give up a little bit, you could get that at minus one ninety, but that's how I'm rolling. I'm I'm rolling one ninety. Uh, give me Indiana money line. It's the only thing I can do here. Now I do have an upset for you to end this: Arizona State and TCU. Give me Arizona State. Wow, love the Sun Devils here. Plus five, plus five. I'm also sprinkling the money line on this one. I think their offense is good. They look great against Nevada. That was a game that was supposed to be kind of close. Uh, they were only like two, and they won by a landslide. They won by a big bow box, really. Um, so they, they did have a bad loss to Arizona, sure. But Arizona was a quality team before Princeton showed up. Um, and I, I just think that they are they are the better team here. TCU is so uh, wishy-washy, and they're, they're you know coming off of a few losses. I don't know. I got to go Arizona State with the points, if nothing else, with the points. How are you ending this? Yeah, I mean, yeah, TCU's had some some rough games throughout the season. I, yeah, I just th- I think that um, Arizona State is 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 feeling good coming out of the play in. Like you said, they just they just kind of just stomp right through Nevada, which was supposed to be a close game. I think I think this this line is is. Is you know only five and a half for a reason. I think Arizona State is in striking distance. They might have a chance to win. So certainly uh, like the plus five and a half, and maybe you do take the money line. So. All right, wonderful. We got all of our games wrapped up. Let's go hit the books, hit the hardwood, hit the hoops. We've got crazy action here on a college basketball Friday. Almost feels like a Saturday. It, it does. Like a Saturday feels good. Feels good. It got the get day your, off. Get your get your Cheetos ready. You know, right between the uprights. Yep, and then get the uh, cookie cakes ready. Get the Bojangles hard iced tea ready. Mm, which is actually insanely good. Yeah, yeah. It actually, is great. Um, but we don't condone that thing here. We don't. You know? We don't. We're very, very, you know, straight business. Straight edge. Take, take it to the course. Take it to the the straight, straight to the edge, straight to the court. We're first hitting, one, first one to the books. Um, we're hitting. The, we're hitting the sidelines. Sidelines of that that rickety mm. uh, uh, stands. Why? What is this? Why do you keep coming back to this mental image at this fucking tattered and destroyed basketball court? Because that's what we post on Twitter. Hardwood. All the graphics no. you make on Twitter are like this. It's a brand. It's a brand. I know. I'm following the brand. No, it's not. It's, it doesn't have to be like decrepit. That's what it looks like. No, it's just vintage. Are right, we going to the vintage gym? And we 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 put it down our, our old. Our old reliable water canister with duct tape on it, oh, filled cool. with with what regular water, not Gatorade, not any of this electrolyte bullshit. Okay, drink straight water on cold post. We will see you guys uh, at the end of today. Have fun. Good luck. <laughs>